Welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that topic for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. It's me, Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. And we are going to be silly tonight, probably. We are doing another late night record, and so it's hard for us to not carry the weight of our working day into our podcasting. Yep. 7.37pm, the latest possible time <laughs> Still here on light the East outside. Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's a difference between recording after all you've done all day is clean the house and go grocery shopping. That's usually what I do on a, on a Sunday. Is that about average for you guys too? Yes. Mm, I took a long nap today because I still don't have a job. Oh, that's good. true. I forgot. That does sound nice right now, only because I've been working since 8 a.m. and I'm still working while I'm recording this podcast, so. It wasn't on purpose, though. I just kind of fell asleep, probably because I don't eat food that's good for me. (laughs) It's so hot right now, though. I don't sleep well at night at all, and then I do feel tired all day. Why don't you turn your air conditioner up to, like, insane and unpleasant proportions? (laughs) Because if I turn it to be on anymore i'm afraid it's going to completely fail which has happened in the past and then it's super Mm. expensive to get fixed so so it's more it makes more sense to you to just be a little bit uncomfortable forever rather than risk possibly being more uncomfortable i only have to make it till mm, october and then uh, (laughs) everything's gravy (laughs) i think you really just summed up the human condition really well (laughs) yep I'm happy to be this level of uncomfortable as long as I don't get any more uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's been so So, hot lately. I guess that's depressing. Yeah, it's been so hot lately that I've come home from work every day and come into the house and been like, oh my god, it's way too cold in here. Something's wrong with air conditioning. And I check and it's at like 80 degrees, but it's so hot outside. It feels like such a difference. (laughs) <clears throat> yeah, I live my life entirely indoors because I work from home, so uh, I sometimes have to put on a sweater in the middle of the day. Yeah. That's the sweet spot. <laughs> You're the problem in the world right now. You're the millennial. <laughs> what? Oh, That's me. I'm that. <laughs> <laughs> we have all three young generations here besides the one younger than me. We have millennials, the in-between one, and Gen X. Yeah. Yep. The in-between one was my nickname in college. <laughs> That's true. Mainly because, of my, mainly because of my role in threesomes, question mark. <laughs> I was going to say because you guarded that portal to another dimension. <laughs> oh, okay, that's better, probably. <laughs> I like the thought that if you're, quote-unquote, the in-between one in uh, threesomes, that kind of implies that you're the one that both the other people do things to while you don't have to do anything to anybody. <laughs> That seems like the best back, place yeah, to be in a threesome. That's what I'm saying. You're like, you're like uh, excuse me, can I just get in the middle here and now you guys do things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to lay here. It's you guys. It's up to you guys. I also like the way you said that makes it sound like I cut in. Yeah. Like people were uh, excuse me, can I just... Out of- <laughs> yeah, people were just making out at a party and I'm like, hey, can I get in the middle here? You both of Wait, you so- kiss my face now. <laughs> 
you hand me my uh. Coke Zero? I left it on the. It's over the. I'm, it's, you know, I'm in between here. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, Jeff, what did you do online this week? Uh, I had to desperately search between all kinds of uh, horrible, upsetting news to find, um, finally, some good news, which is that there's new emojis coming at the end Yay. of this year. Um, mm, I love emojis. Yeah, uh, they're... Now, are these are these emojis promotional material for the emoji movie that's also coming out later this year? I don't believe so because, as far as I know, emojis are um, open source by nature of them being um, uh, what's it called? Oh, part of Unicode. Unicode? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think well, that the individual a, uh, different sets of images can be copyrighted, but. Is there an emoji that is just one of those little yellow faces with a speech bubble that says "I'm a movie now"? <laughs> oh yeah, there is because that one. I can, I can see how the, I would use that in conversation all the time. <laughs> yeah, one of the new emojis is just a photograph of T.J. Miller, star of the Emoji Movie. Is T.J. Miller in that? I I actually yes. don't know anything about the Emoji Movie. I just know that it's happening yeah. somehow. I keep seeing Patrick- posters for it. Patrick Stewart is voicing the poop emoji. Oh, oh God. <laughs> he will do anything. <laughs> yep. Uh, I think that he has a good sense of humor about himself and knows that he's going to die soon. Yeah, it's weird, though, because I agree that he has a good sense of humor about himself, but he doesn't have a good sense of humor because he's never funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> like, he does so- things that are funny, but he himself is never funny in them. Yeah. Mm. Uh there's these are some surprising new emojis because I thought they already existed. Some of them like woman with headscarf and elf. Like, yeah, okay, that's new. Uh <laughs> I could have I would have sworn that there was already a zombie, a bearded person, a sandwich, a T-Rex, a vomiting face and a coconut and a steak, but no, those are all new emojis. No, of course not. I've needed like half his emojis in this past year and haven't <laughs> Yeah, had that them. time that you vomited the coconut onto a steak. <laughs> <laughs> that was a new recipe I was trying. You don't talk about it that way. <laughs> oh man, what is this? Why would you need a zombie? Yeah, I feel I like there's know. already enough monsters. You there's don't need any of robot. the emojis. What other monsters are there? A ghost? Does that count as a monster? There's a little devil. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's a couple different devils because Japan has lots of devils, and that's where emojis are from. Yeah, but uh, yeah, emojis are from what's hell. What's so upsetting? <laughs> no, what's they're so from upsetting Japan. Is... God damn it! <laughs> That's where this movie came from. What is, what's so upsetting is that there's no standardization to emojis, which yes. has been talked about to death online. But it really is very weird when I text that little devil face to somebody with an iPhone because mine is like a little fancy lad wearing like a like devil horns and a bow tie uh and then for other people it's like a legitimate actual satan <laughs> i've always uh, been alarmed by the there's a face i like to use a lot which is just a little yellow smiley face face little dot eyes but its mouth is gritted teeth and i want to use that to be like oh this is awkward but it's yeah. got angry eyes for some other people <laughs> that's no good yeah to be like yeah. i hate this <laughs> like that's not there's- always what i want to convey there's a couple bad sets. I think iPhone and Android are, like, 
pretty much they convey the same emotion now. Uh, but like Samsung is playing Calvin Ball out there. It's crazy. <laughs> I use the emoji one set because it's sort of trying to create like a standardization across all of them. And I like how they look. And the Android ones, when I last reset my phone, were little weird blobs and I hated them. I'm still mad that you want that banana to be a metaphor for a wiener sometimes, but there's a banana bunch in some of those symbol sets. Yeah. That's, no, really that's why you have what to use the eggplant. What if, you're texting a dude, what if you're texting a dude with nine wieners? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. That's when you really need all those demon faces, too. <laughs> yeah. You need a Cthulhu face, really. <laughs> you're texting directly into the Hellraiser dimension. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think that's hell. I think it's called hell. <laughs> <laughs> hell adjacent. <laughs> yeah, he's he's raising hell up to a new level of dimension. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. They call it horny hell for short. <laughs> sounds way better than uh, that was else. A, That was another name that we were going to use for this podcast. <laughs> uh, what did you do online, well, that's, I mean, that's basically what Reddit is, is horny hell. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's okay. true. Uh, what I did online... Um, so I, uh, well, I've got two things and I'm trying to decide between them and I've decided I'm going to go with, okay, I just recently started watching and actually caught up with the, uh, the Preacher TV series from AMC. Oh, I Remind me that. who stars in Which, that. Is it Dominic? What's his name? Who is in Dominic Gage Cooper, two? yeah. Okay. Yeah, the guy from, from Agent Cooper or whatever. Agent Carter. <laughs> that's the one. The guy who was engaged to, what's her name, from Mamma Mia. Oh, I'm doing but real bad. I don't know, but. He's the yeah, devil's double. Not, yeah, it, I don't know what any of you are saying. I'm turning but, into a real uh, mom also, and dad over here. <laughs> yeah, it's also got that dude, uh, who has like a Geordie accent, except he's doing an Irish accent because he's playing the Irish vampire. Uh, and that lady who's Ooh. in everything now. <laughs> You're being a real mom and dad too. <laughs> <laughs> I never know any names. This is not on me. <clears throat> you know, that, that lady who's, um, she was on, uh, uh, agents of shield mm -hmm. as like the surrogate for the bad guys in season two. She's like a black lady with curly hair. Oh yeah, you know I'm talking about. I, uh, yeah, she plays. Uh, what is it? Reina? Is her Agents of Shield character name, and she becomes oh, right, a spike right, right. monster. Yes. Uh, yeah, she's I, in a bunch of stuff lately for some reason. Wasn't she on Westworld? Ruth Nega, right? Yes, that's her name. Uh, and yes, she's been in a bunch of stuff. I don't remember if she was in Westworld, she was not but I wouldn't be surprised. World. No. I was... must be thinking of the other person who's in everything, which is yes. the lead lady from um, from Dear White People. I don't know about that, but yes. she's in the new Thor movie, and she was yep. in... She plays Valkyrie uh, in the new Thor movie. She was in uh, Apollo Creed. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, they're all very good. It's it's so strange because comic book movies are now very bad, by and large, um, because they're being made from not very good comics, and then they are adapted into not very good movies. Mm -hmm. But the shows that are made from really good comics 
have really good actors in them and are really good. So I guess well, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's just very it's very weird to me because I don't think anyone is watching Preacher really because it wasn't that popular a comic, but it was a very good comic. Um, and so I was sort of putting off watching it because I was afraid they were going to try to make it more digestible to the common crowd, uh, but they really didn't. It, it's really upsetting, but it's good. Well, that's good. <clears throat> I want to say, I know the movie's called Creed. I said Apollo Creed because I was thinking about the character and I got confused. I was just <laughs> letting it go. <laughs> yep. Um, so anyway, there's, I just, the, the most recent episode as of the time that this came out, uh, involves a scene where uh, the most sympathetic character is Hitler, oh. uh, and you're supposed to feel bad for him, <laughs> uh, which is from the comics, and it's it's a pretty funny concept, so... Is it? <laughs> well, in the context of the show slash comic, okay. it is. I just finished up uh, Legion, which was pretty good, uh, uh, speaking of comic book TV shows. And um, is Preacher weird? I'm guessing from what you just said that it's, like, weird, but Legion is extremely weird in that they'll interrupt episodes to do, like, musical numbers because the main character is crazy. It's not that weird. Are you- have you read Preacher? Uh, maybe one or two volumes of it. I just couldn't get into it. Oh, I really liked it. I read it a couple times, but um uh it's it's not it it's done in a very gritty realistic style, um but with the obvious fantastical elements of, you know, the vampire and the fact that he has the ability to take away people's free will by telling them to do stuff and things like that. Um but yeah, the, I mean it it's not mean it's not trying to be realistic as much as it's trying to be sort of like a parable. Um, so I, it, I, it could definitely turn people off, um, if you're watching it and, like, for instance, one of the main characters is a boy who had shot himself in the face with a shotgun, uh, and then recovered and his face is all messed up, uh, and he doesn't look like some, like, he looks like a cartoon of somebody who's had their face messed up, not like somebody who's legitimately recovered from injury, um, but... You just need to let that stuff go, you guys. Yeah, yeah that's uh, one of those weird comic book things where no one told Garth Ennis that we say ass in America. Yes, that's true. Because <laughs> uh, uh, that character's name is Arseface. Well, I mean, it's not in the show. That's A couple good. of people refer to him as that, but mostly people call him, uh, whatever his name is, Gary or whatever. <laughs> Gareth? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah, Glenn, something starting with a G. Anyway, um, so yeah, if you are capable of letting that kind of thing go in exchange for watching some pretty well choreographed fight scenes and some well written dialogue, uh, I recommend watching Preacher. Uh, I don't get AMC because uh, I don't have a fancy p cable package, but it's all, you can just buy it on Amazon now. Thanks, Amazon. You made it so I never have to pay for a premium cable ever again. Yeah, I'll probably just, right. um, while I'm still on my free trial of YouTube TV, I'll, I'll watch that probably. But right now I'm watching Fargo Season 3, uh, another very weird TV show, um, where Ewan McGregor plays uh, two brothers that look totally different. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Ewan McGregor all over, doesn't it? <laughs> Ain't it just... <laughs> oh man. 
Okay, well, Louisa, what did you do online this week? Well, so we've just heard an announcement from HBO and the creators of Game of Thrones that the two guys, two white guys, which becomes important, <laughs> who uh, <laughs> run Game of Thrones uh, have been given carte blanche by HBO, apparently, to make a show about what if the Confederacy hadn't lost the Civil War. And I, mm-hmm. I, I believe it's set in modern day. And, of course, a lot of reasonable people are very upset that the idea that uh, you're just going to play in the fantasy of slavery. And uh, maybe that's not something you want to have a fantasy about. Now, these guys already caught some guff for having what can only be described as loving rape scenes, yes. lovingly shot rape scenes in Game of Thrones, right? Yes, that's yes. fair. <laughs> they, uh, it's like, it's almost like a joke that Saturday Night Live would make about the worst possible decision HBO could do to follow up Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. Um, You'd think that these guys would be like, let's get away from doing things that are controversial and make something that everyone could, like, no one could possibly dislike. Uh, <laughs> no, of course not. Um, yeah, I inst- guess not. <laughs> instead, yeah. they're going to posit a f- crazy fantasy world where racism is still alive. <laughs> so who is this for? Yeah. Is this for people who are the, like... The South will rise again, folks, because it's not going to be complimentary, right? No, I don't it's think it is. It's not for them, but it will be. I think it's for the type of white liberal who doesn't think that, you know, that slavery was great, but who also feels so removed from any of that that it's, like, thrilling and taboo that doesn't affect them in any way, you know? Yeah. So this is sort of, like, TV that's just for libertarians, then. Is that what you're saying? Because that's what I'm getting from you right now. I think that it's going to be one of those things where they don't mean for the um, South Will Rise Again people to like it, but they're going, it's going to be their favorite TV show. <laughs> the, the problem is going to be that the merchandise for this show is going to have a Ugh. Confederate flag on it, and then Ugh. every fucking human being from south of the Mason-Dixon line is going to have t-shirts and there. Like in a lot of places north of the Mason-Dixon line, which is yeah, so, so dumb, I can't Jersey, really believe for it. Example. Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, I think technically, technically speaking, Louisa, you live south of the Mason-Dixon line, don't you? Uh, it's like it's I like can... in Pennsylvania, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, from where no, I no. am, I can travel to the spot where Mason and Dixon first put their fence post <laughs> to uh, start up marking the line. But, but you are uh, north of it, just barely, just barely. And Delaware <laughs> did declare for the Union, so oh, good, lucky, <laughs> lucky on that one. Whew. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, North Delaware is probably the yuppiest place you could ever go. Oh yeah, the, ca- so, the county I live in, and the one below- Delaware only has three counties, it's a very vertical state, but the top two counties are always blue. Yes, and then the bottom one is the redneckiest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, it's kind of iffy, which is weird because it has all the beaches down there, and uh, there's a lot of gay beaches there, gay-friendly beaches, but apparently yeah. a lot of But it uh, also has all homophobes. the chicken farms, so... True. Yes. Chicken farmers. Um, Not that I'm insulting chicken farmers (laughs) who listen to our podcast. But you could, if you wanted. I am (laughs) doing that, I suppose. (laughs) Uh, I think that it's going to do 
one major thing that is bad in that it's going to have it's going people to exist. who yes, but <laughs> it's going to have like it's going to be one from the slave owner's perspective, and mm-hmm. two the we're still going to have like internet and cell phones and airplanes, uh, completely ignoring the fact that like all technological progression of the past hundred fifty years is because slavery was abolished and the labor movement came right afterwards. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Also, bad. like, probably women's suffrage wouldn't have happened without the slave slavery being abolished, which is not great. Yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. You know, the trouble with I, I want to rewrite history and change this <clears throat> one thing it, that never works. That's not possible to have that work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, which is why I think uh, Man in the High Castle works, because the world is completely different. <laughs> it takes place in, like, the 60s, but it's, like, an unrecognizable 60s. Yeah. I should yeah, say we- castles everywhere. <laughs> we, we really- yeah, everyone lives in a high castle. That's what that show's about. I will That's what our last episode. episode was about, too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I should say we really don't know anything about this show, but from what I do know, I feel safe in saying that this is a bad thing to play with, guys, yep. you guys, with no feedback in your echo chambers. Yeah. Yeah, because Game of Thrones was a good show until those guys became in charge of directing the narrative. Like, when it was still pretty much following what the books were about, it also followed the, I guess, somewhat tastefulness uh, in which the, like, horrible violence was depicted, in that, like, you kind of see the way that violence is bad uh and uh it's my understanding that once they took over they were like hmm which of the main characters can suffer a violent sexual assault this season yeah i still enjoy the show i should say but i do agree with you well we've talked about this before on this podcast it's kind of impossible to like thing to like not like things that have some problematic elements to them because that's yeah, almost everything in the world. Yeah. Um and yes, several of those scenes that we're talking about are like it's not even the fact that you're depicting rape in a show which isn't great, but you know, in order to tell your story I understand how sometimes that's part of the story. It's just the fact that they try to sexy it up and that is not okay. Yeah. <laughs> like trying to make your oh let's make this violent scene violent rape scene like be a little bit sexy too no 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 i'm gonna disagree with you slightly and say that necessary for the story i think unless you're telling someone's actual biography you can find a way to if you're a good writer to indicate that you're doing things to make a crisis in someone's life without resorting to that I I don't know because I think that sometimes in especially in television um in order to earn a sense of justice from people you need to make the character that is going to be punished be very very bad just so that you get like people get that visceral hatred of them yeah. um and so I think that I understand why the story is better if there is that rape but uh, the the specific one that people had problems with but i don't think they needed to show it and i don't think that they needed to show it in a way that was so romanticized yeah the yeah. one i most have problems with is the one that the creators did not realize was a rape scene until people were like 
hey, uh, why did you put that in there? Uh, was uh, a couple seasons ago with Cersei and Jaime in the Sept. And she's yes. like weeping and being like, please don't do this. Uh, and they said that they did not intend for that to be a scene of sexual assault. Um, guys, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe look at your scripts and yeah. see what you wrote, or, like, pay attention on set to what's happening. Well, I do want to say this about it being like, oh, it's taboo, like, sometimes you have to go there. Well, you know what else is taboo? Killing children or animals, and somehow people still don't write the villains going there because that's too taboo. So that tells uh, you that rape isn't so taboo. Okay, well, <laughs> you, you do know what I'm talking about, though. I do, I do, yes. So. <laughs> uh, I will say one thing that, I, that I've that i liked about Preacher is the fact that they, uh, they acknowledge when people cross that line that it is, like, super heinous, but also they don't show any sexual assault, they just show very violent things against people you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Anyway. Sounds like hmm. a terrible show after you've recommended it. <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> I I'm mean, mad it's... because season one is not on YouTube TV. I went immediately to add it to my library and it's, they only have season two. <laughs> you can buy it on uh, Amazon for 20 bucks for the whole season. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I have enough shows. I'll watch it All eventually, right, probably. I mean, the uh, acting is really good, and the scripts are good, so... Yeah, I trust uh, at least two of those actors, the ones who were on uh, the Marvel TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, that, I, I, uh, Ruth I think the Marvel TV Dominic shows Cooper are some of the weird... I think the Marvel TV shows are some of the worst TV shows I've what? ever watched. Screw you. <laughs> yeah, that's true, though. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is incredibly bad, but I, I love that it. actress. It is. I love that show. I love it. Agents <laughs> I know of, yes, you do. That, that actress is very, very good, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is so bad. It is painful to get through. Counterpoint, you're I wrong about understand. everything you're saying. I just don't understand how anyone can watch it, I guess. I just don't understand how you can think it was so bad. It's oh, just it's not so good. boring, though. <laughs> the, char the characters are bad and the All the characters drags. are good. I care about all of them. Even Mac, and they didn't give him anything to do but wear a flannel shirt and hold a wrench for two seasons. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is, is true. <laughs> is Mac the one that is... Uh, wait, which one is Mac? Is he the one that's basically a robot? Yeah, I don't uh, know is the actor's name. He's the beefy uh, black just... guy, not the skinny black guy. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the two scientist people who are just characters from a Joss Whedon sh show that was never made. I like those well, guys. This is a Joss Whedon show. He is credited as created by. <laughs> okay, well, they are the worst part of it because no, it's like other people talking about gritty action things and then they walk in and then they have like snarky dialogue. <laughs> they just Listeners. incomprehensibly ramble in British. Don't, yep. don't listen to Matt. He's, he's wrong. He's wrong about everything. These two people are going to say clever science things now. <laughs> I do like Joss Fitzsimmons, but that's like mostly the because the rest of the characters are uh, much worse. Uh, all the characters just... are great. All of them. <laughs> you, know, you know how everyone is just now starting to realize that Buffy the Vampire Slayer was never good? I always you know knew that it was never thing? good. Thank you. I have okay. seen some of the Joss Whedon backlash. Yes, I find it interesting. Um, I've also felt like J Buffy the Vampire Slayer was never very good. Uh, and I just... 
am, like, I think people are finally realizing that Joss Whedon is the most annoying writer of all time. Um, <laughs> so it's funny because I think people had a Kevin Smith backlash that was exactly the same thing, but somehow they didn't realize that Joss Whedon is just a more annoying version of Kevin Smith. Yeah, I, um, I still like many of the things he created, but I also don't disagree with any of the criticisms of his work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get All into right, those well, random let's... subreddits. Yeah, so I got r slash bad economics, which I guess is incomprehensible. Why do I always get the incomprehensible ones? Yeah. Um, uh, I got r slash uber um, which, uh, is about the car surface and not, uh, some sort of Nazi thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could get into that. Uh, now, Uber is some sort of, uh, labor law skirting libertarian thing, which is much different. Yeah. Yes, but they did give a lot of money to, uh, racist political campaigns also. Oh, uh, did they? I didn't know yes. about that. Yep. Uh, oh, by well, the way, the CEO Lister, specifically did. When mm-hmm. Matt said HBO was the Libertarian Network, no, no, that is Cinemax because all of their shows are about <laughs> shooting guns and doing drugs. <laughs> uh, I was going to say it's Comedy Central because they uh, have all of the like cynical comedy. Uh, I how do you, how could you possibly say that Cinemax is more about drugs and guns than HBO? That's crazy. <laughs> um, have you seen the ads for any of these Cinemax original TV shows? I'm not. Yes, I mean you're you're not wrong that they have those things. I'm just saying that HBO has the most guns and drugs. Wait, no, guys? HBO sometimes has integrity. It's the Cinemax shows never have any integrity. Okay, that that's fair. <laughs> guys, I, a, Adult Swim that is the most uh, libertarian <laughs> of all the cable networks. Maybe they don't seem to have any rules, so that might be true. <laughs> and they don't like women. <laughs> yep. They used to be good. I remember liking them when I was, like, in my yeah, 20s. They have, couple, they have a couple good shows. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. I liked it when I was in my 20s, but now, oh. <laughs> Wait, was I, was I a libertarian in my 20s and didn't realize Oh, I don't know. Most 20-year-olds are. Yeah, you get a part-time job and you're like, $5 out of this goes to tax. Fuck this. Fuck the government. <laughs> right? I don't think I was yeah, ever any- like that, though. I was always like, Oh, this is good. I'm glad that I'm paying my fair share. Maybe I have some kind of inferiority complex. <laughs> I feel like I shifted pretty quickly into like, oh, we should use tax money to give everyone health care, like pretty quickly. But uh, that can sometimes have a slightly libertarian bent too. Mm, yeah, I guess so. No. Anyway, I uh, yeah, we've talked at length on this show about how we don't understand libertarian philosophy. I don't think we need to get into it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, Louisa, tell us about the incredibly awesome subreddit you got <laughs> that I love. Uh, I think we should have a disclaimer saying don't listen to Jeff saying that it's incredibly <laughs> awesome, kids. Yeah, it's good, and you should look at all these posts and eat the things in the, that are depicted. Put them so in your mouth. I got r slash dipping tobacco. <laughs> Which is the tobacco that you chew, and it comes in a little tin. It's Here's the, the fun- It's the funniest form of tobacco. <laughs> it's also the grossest form of tobacco, <laughs> yep. and that's a really high bar. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I would, would, would you say it's grosser than snuff? I'm thinking yes. Yes, it is, because snuff doesn't- 
I mean, snuff oozes out of you later a little bit, but not in the volume that <laughs> Skull does. <laughs> True. Ugh. I like that the uh, sidebar has a tin of it, and the tin has a big warning on the top that tells you it's not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Did you know that chewing cigarettes is not a safe <laughs> alternative to cigarettes? People believe that shit, though. People will be like, oh, well, it's okay to smoke cigars because you don't inhale it, like... Um, no. Yeah. You're still putting it in your mouth. Yeah, it makes your mouth fall off. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. Um, I don't think we should do dipping tobacco because it's too oh. gross. I extremely do. <laughs> because it's too gross. I want to know uh, why, if you scroll down the page, there is a watermark that says Stokers since 1940 on a tobacco leaf, I guess, a little sketch, that follows you down the page. Is that a brand name? What the hell is that? Yeah, I guess that's a popular brand name of uh, snuff or dip. That's Could strange. it be an advertisement for some kind of vampire novel? About tobacco? Oh, like Were vampires Stoker. tobacco farmers? I like get it. Bram Stoker? Did, did Dracula uh, dip? Oh man, <laughs> somebody write that. <laughs> somebody write that novel about dipping yeah, vampires. He, he moistens the snuff with blood and then- How is that not a thing in True Blood? <laughs> How is there no chewing tobacco Did addicted you... vampires in True Blood? I'm gonna guess you watched True Blood to verify that this is not the case. <laughs> I, I did. I did. Yeah, Louisa watched it more religiously than I did, but I think I've watched every episode. I'm certain that there was none on the TV show. There may have been in the yeah, books. But vampires don't get the rush from nicotine. So why, why bother? Well, I mean, canonic I mean, the same canonically for True Blood, they don't. What? Okay, hang on. I had this conversation earlier this week, and now I'm going to have it here. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but part of the LARP that I'm writing involves a character who is a golem. And we were talking about writing plots for him, and one of them involved him getting drunk. And everyone was like, a golem can't get drunk. And I was like, what? Why not? Give me a reason why a vampire can't smoke cigarettes or a golem can't chew- can't get drunk, given the fact that they are not real things, and so science <laughs> rules don't apply. Yeah, but if you're okay, going to go into a, you. go into a specific narrative, such as True Blood, the Southern Vampire Mysteries, they are written so that that is a fact. So, like, within the canon, they can't. So that's, like, the end word yeah, of that. I guess my point is that that's not important, so why? <laughs> why bother? Well, they can't like, smoke why bother to say because they, they can't. don't breathe. Yeah, yeah, that bothered me on Buffy a lot, because it's an important plot point that Angel can't do CPR, and then Spike shows up a season later, smoking cigarettes constantly. <laughs> see, like, we you see him inhaling and exhaling smoke. If you can't smoke cigarettes because you can't breathe, then dipping is the perfect yeah. thing for you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Okay, but if, if like the True Blood canon, the vampires can't really get high from conventional means, then what is the benefit from chewing, chewing tobacco? Uh, well, fun if habit. You, if you did it before <laughs> it? you died, and you're just used to it. I yeah. suppose. Yeah, it seems really weird to me that no one who dips got changed into a vampire in the South. Well, yeah, yeah the first vampire you ever meet in the, the cold open of the first show, kind of, he seems like he would be a chewing tobacco guy. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs>
I have um, never watched a single episode of this show. I'm just assuming that it's like a bunch of redneck vampires. But Jeff, you love boobs covered in blood. You should watch this uh, series. Yeah. <laughs> have you met me? <laughs> you like at least one of those things. How <laughs> you gonna say at least one boob covered in blood? <laughs> oh. oh man, gross. Anyway, um, but that is just a thing that is a convention in a lot of things where like vampires or wolverines or whatever can't get drunk or can't <laughs> smoke <on>. cigarettes. <laughs> I know you mean the character Wolverine, but that's also the name of a real animal that probably uh, could that's get drunk. True. <laughs> yes. Well, but that's my point. Why wouldn't Wolverine the character be able to get drunk if Wolverine Because the all can? these characters are a metaphor for what would it be like if you had immortality? That sounds great, right? Well, what if it wasn't so great? Twilight Zone. Yeah. Yeah, I get that, but, like, I guess they're trying to come up with a reason why Wolverine isn't just drunk all the time. Yeah. I mean, he has to just- he just has to drink a lot, a lot, a lot to get drunk. Like, the fact that the Flash can't get drunk because his metabolism is so high, I think is really cool because it fits with everything else about him of, like, how he has to eat so much and things like that. Yeah, he's a square anyway. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that that's funny. I just don't understand how, like- Every time you hear an explanation, it's like, his liver regenerates super fast. You don't get drunk because your liver is dying, <laughs> idiots! That's not how anything works, you dumb assholes! Maybe he can get drunk, but he's just really good at holding it together. And because he has a healing factor, he can drink 400 beers and not die. <laughs> well, I mean, sure, he could drink 400 beers and not die. He'd probably still puke, though. <laughs> Uh, maybe. I don't know. I've never seen Wolverine puke. I don't know if that's canon. (laughs) I'm just saying that I don't understand why there's all of these creatures that can't get drunk, even though they're living things, and they're magical, so why not? Why not have them get drunk? Alright, so- Who doesn't want to see- Who doesn't want to see werewolves getting drunk at a party? That sounds awesome. That's the thing I most want to see, actually. (laughs) So, the next issue of Captain Transylvania, we will have a big kegger for a lot of the monsters, and it'll be great. Oh, man. Have we explicitly said that Captain Transylvania is in any way an action comic? Because I would love if instead it was like a Ghost World style, just sort of like series of vignettes of him just living his life. Yeah, it's actually based on Daniel Klaus's uh, college years. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yep, it's canon now. So, is someone writing <laughs> Captain Transylvania for us yet? <laughs> Has that happened? This is the first volume, Captain Transylvania, colon, I was a teenage Frankenstein. Wait, what if we do the one volume, I think we have already written that Captain Transylvania has to fight Mecha John Henry at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the ultimate. <laughs> the ultimate man versus machine battle. Yeah, we've already discussed this, how it's man versus machine, and man versus nature, and man versus himself, because and it turns out Captain Transylvania used to be John Henry. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, we should then, the second volume should be a prequel where there's no fighting at all, and it's just him, like, coming to terms with being an immortal every monster. <laughs> yeah, I love is it. He, is he, uh, is he, uh cursed by Cthulhu or whatever turns you into a Cthulhu monster? Uh, I mean, his his one superpower is that he's every monster, so yes, I suppose if it's a monster, he's it. Somehow. He's also it, the clown. 
Yes. Oh no. Sure. He's also it the thing from that John Carpenter movie. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's also it the uh, the uncle from the the Adams family. Cousin. It's- Cousin, Cousin it, yes. Yeah. I was thinking of Thing, who's a hand, yes. from uh, the other one. The monsters? Or is that no, also Adam's that's family? Also yeah. Adam's family. <laughs> I can't differentiate between the two, because the monsters is such a thorough rip-off of the Adam's family. <laughs> guys, guys, how are we going to do a Halloween episode of this podcast? <laughs> we did last year. <laughs> I know, I was just thinking, like, we should spooky it up, but I don't think we can. We're so obsessed with Universal Movie Monsters. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> oh, did you guys, uh, did I discuss on my show my proposal that Jaws be inducted into the official Universal Movie Monster franchise? I can get behind that. Yeah. That that's, a uni- that's a universal movie and a franchise. Yeah. How great would it be if they get to the point where that they're trying to get to, apparently, where it's like the crossover Avengers, but with all the uh, the universal movie monsters, mm. and then, like, the person that they are hunting down or whatever runs away and they, like, dive into the ocean and then Jaws is there, and it's like, <laughs> oh shit, dude! You didn't know he was gonna be a part of this posse! <laughs> I just yeah. wanna look up, like, Movies produced by Universal Studios to see what other stuff could show up besides uh, the, like, classic uh, quintet. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to lift the moratorium on looking stuff up so that, Jeff, you can look up that list because I think that would be funny. (laughs) But while Jeff is doing that, we need to pick one of these uh, subreddits, if only to have a title for this episode. (laughs) Instead of what I you're think- saying, I saw in the Pirates of the Caribbean trailer for the new movie a zombie shark, and I'm like, that movie looks pretty bad, but mm, that zombie shark looks pretty good. Guys, mm-hmm. E.T., Minions, and Jurassic Park. E.T. would be really good. <laughs> uh, yep. And Jurassic Park and Minions also both are universal pictures. Minions? Yeah, the problem is- room of Minions? Absolutely, that's horrifying. <laughs> Only if they were not at all CG. They were entirely (laughs) practical effects. Either small people in costumes or uh, some sort of complicated puppet. A remake of the birds, Uh. but they're all minions instead. (laughs) (laughs) But they still can fly somehow. Yeah, minions peck that guy's eyes out. Come on, it's horrifying. Perched perched all over that room. (laughs) Uh, Okay, which one are we doing? Bad economics, Uber, or dipping tobacco? I vote anything. I I vote bad economics. Yeah, I, that's my second vote. I don't want to do Uber. I think dipping yeah. tobacco would be funny because it's a very specific community, but uh, it's bad so economics gross, we could though. also do. Yeah, it's just too gross. <laughs> I'll go with that because I'm just even looking at the first few things on the dip Reddit. Is a lot of people talking about how they like to dip, and that's kind of sad and depressing because that's a terrible, terrible thing to do, and you shouldn't get more into that culture. Yeah, all the top ones are about how addicted to dip they are. Yeah. Yeah, like, why do you want to define yourself by the fact that you do this horrible thing? Like, uh, I was going to say, there's no community on Reddit that's like, hey, we're all rapists, but there probably is, and that's depressing. Oh, yeah, it's the men rights community. (laughs) Oh, yes, of course. Uh, Everything's bad. (laughs) Uh, An American werewolf in London should meet the mummy next. Well, that's not that. I mean, that's pretty that's much. That's already just the yeah. wolf man. That's just the wolf man. Can I point Ooh, out maybe how many cat of people the, can show up? 
can I point out that two of the top ten dip uh, posts are just naked women with cans of t- chewing tobacco on their bodies? Yeah. That's gross. I'm gonna close this Universal Studios tab so I don't keep looking at it. <laughs> I'm gonna close this dipping tobacco tab because it's disgusting. Uh, okay, bad economics. Get into it. This is gonna be a rough one for me to try to describe because <laughs> <laughs> yes, what we're looking at is a uh, sort of uh, collage of photos. Uh, it says r slash bad economics on like a blue sky background with clouds and then there are a line of pictures of photos and i do not recognize a single person there are seven people along the bottom the guy all the way to the left is the guy who wrote freakonomics i know that okay and that looks like lebron james on the lawnmower on the far right (laughs) i couldn't tell you is he an economist that's awesome (laughs) i don't know but that is a very distinctive beard so yeah, we've got uh, all the way at the left. We've got a little. The red alien is a little suit with a man's head. Uh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't recognize the man. <laughs> he looks vaguely like Bernie Sanders, but you can tell it's not Bernie Sanders. So an economics guy. Do you think guy, there's somebody who comes to this board and can rattle off all these names? <laughs> Just like oh, that's probably Nobel all the regulars. Blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, there are. Uh, I know from being in leftist Facebook groups that there are people who know all of these political figures I've never heard of. Yeah. Uh, then we've got a bearded uh, white guy who is in a ring of glass that looks like it was uh, broken and shot out or something. I don't understand the implications of that, but you can see that he has a t-shirt which is grumpy cat with Donald Trump hair. I don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, is that pro or against? <laughs> it's against, because that is the Freakonomics guy. I know he's anti-Donald Trump. I don't know how that shirt conveys that message, but I have to <laughs> believe that that must mean that that shirt is is uh And then, uh, like I said, there's a line of seven heads. <laughs> you can see they're all white people. Uh, they're all older. Uh, there's <laughs> five men and two women. Uh, the guy on the farthest left is thinking with a thought bubble of a graph where the vertical is called P and the horizontal is called Q, and there's a red line going oh, down. Oh, I thought that was an A, a lowercase A. I mean, that's no, possible. It's a Q. Uh, there's all these heads, and then the head, the smiling head of a woman at the end is being touched on the head by a renaissance this is painting. Be a seventy-five minute. <laughs> description. I really enjoy how much detail you're going into. (laughs) It's like a renaissance painting of a saint blessing someone. They have a nimbus and everything, but the face is obviously photoshopped in with the face of a person of some kind. A real person. It's not the painting. (laughs) Sure. And then then the farthest on the right, we have a man mowing a lawn. You see a little bit of the lawn. The lawnmower, the man, uh, his head is replaced with some other person's head, of course. And then you see two horses at the far side, and they- Three horses, don't get it right. I'm only seeing two. Maybe I need to yeah, widen my see two. screen. Your oh, width is wrong. Yeah. You gotta scroll over. I did. I don't even have a scroll bar on the <laughs> bottom. Oh, man. And, I only uh, can see two of these great horses. <laughs> so there's three horses, and they have a cardboard sign, which is written poorly, like a child's lemonade sign, which I guess implies that or the horse Or like a it. horse would right. write it. Thank you. Like a Chick-fil-A advertisement. Yeah, exactly. Horses have as bad penmanship as cows. And their sign <laughs> says, say nay to automation. <laughs> so, which is 
per- uh, feels like a personal attack against me. <laughs> Wait, why are you an automaton? Uh, I'm extremely <laughs> pro-automation because it's necessary to the very basics of my political philosophy. That's fine. I don't think that that counts as a personal attack, though, if they're attacking your beliefs as opposed to you as a person. I'm pretty yeah, that's sure that's true. literally what personal means. Yeah, they weren't like, Jeff is an asshole, also nay say nay to automation. Oh, man! <laughs> Guys, if you own a horse and you write Jeff is an asshole on the side of that horse and send us a picture of it, I will be your friend forever. You have to shave it into the fur, it doesn't count. <laughs> So, I don't understand a lot about this banner, but I especially don't understand, is the vignette of the man mowing the lawn and the horses supposed to be the same thing? Are the horses angry that the man is using a lawnmower when they would eat the grass? Because horses don't really eat grass that way. Hmm. Yeah, they can't bend down far enough to get it that short. You need, like, goats and sheep to really- Well, you need- Yeah. Cows. People like hire out goats and sheep to uh, cut down lawns, but horses won't really do that, so I'm confused. I don't think that those two pictures are related, but then, what is the point of the man (laughs) mowing his lawn? Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't seem to be tied into anything. I'm trying to find in the frequently asked questions, what is the banner about, but there doesn't seem to be anything. (laughs) What's your whole deal? All the way to the right, because apparently my compatriots don't have big enough monitors, there's also a couple pictures of men in black and white doing uh, economics calculations on a chalkboard, although the calculations just say the word prax over and over again, P-R-A-X-X, which probably means something to smart people, but means nothing to me. Yes, I too am a dummy. So, let's see if the sidebar will give us any information. Um, Spoilers! It won't. (laughs) So, bad economics. There's 21,000 wannabe economists, is what they call their subscribers, but the word economist has the word con capitalized inside of it, so I don't know what that means. Clever, because it's bad economics. They're conning us. I guess by economists. So. They're con econom- econom- economists. They're con economists. Okay, there it is. Fine. I finally said it. <laughs> uh, there's 49 current users. They are called currently lending excess reserves. So, <laughs> all right. Right below that, it says a friend of mine once said, "You know what the problem is with being an economist? Everybody has an opinion about the economy." Nobody goes up to a geologist and says, igneous rocks are fucking bullshit. This- they are, though, right? <laughs> yes, they're the yeah, worst I rocks. Hate those Nobody wants guys. those. They definitely are. <laughs> uh, igneous this- is, uh, which one is that? Igneous is, is that the volcano? ones that were formed by, yeah, lava cooling. And then, and like, then gathering uh, up a bunch of garbage. Yeah, and then sedimentary is the one that's layers of silt at the bottom of a river. Yeah. And then, um... Metamorphic is the ones that have been silt for so long that they got crushed down into, like, goo and reformed. Yay! I can't believe you're so smart. (laughs) (laughs) That Ah. was way more insulting than I intended it to be. (laughs) No, it's a fair- it's a fair cop. I am (laughs) annoying. You got me. (laughs) Well, also, Matt will confidently say things whether he knows them or not, which is a good- uh, tip for anyone out there because I will also do that and it works like 
60% yeah. of the time. <laughs> In fact, true, you confidently right say things. <laughs> Louisa, you confidently say things when we correct you on them, too. Oh, yeah, I refuse, <laughs> yes. I refuse to be corrected. So that's, an- that's another good tip for people out there. Don't let people correct you. Don't you let them. <laughs> they have nothing over you. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a Spider-Man villain sometimes. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Okay. So this subreddit is the repository for all the woeful, antiquated, or plain old misguided notions Redditors post about how the economy works. Oh, I think I understand now. This is for economists to bitch and complain about what regular people say about economics? Mm, That makes sense. Uh, And then there's a huge list of rules. Should I read all these rules? No, please Uh, don't. I think that is all we're going to have if we read the rules, so you should. (laughs) Yeah. No, don't do that. Listen, I, I've i never really thought about it this way before, but I do hate it when people go to scientists and say, like, no, you don't really understand what's going on with whatever your specialty field is. So I guess that, that holds true for economists as well, yeah. right? The trouble is, I think when you <sighs> complain to other people who have the same worldview you do, like, I can feel it in myself when I do that. Like, you can feel how it's just reading like more and more frustration and hatred for your lot in life and it's only when you talk to people who have even a slightly different perspective that you're like oh you know like people can work together <laughs> you know what i mean i really like rule six mm, jeff um, read the rules even though he was, wasn't supposed to i really like song two you guys yeah you remember woohoo uh, no, <laughs> I was going to agree with you, but I hate that song. <laughs> That's a great song. No, it's bad. I just, no, I like it because it says you can't disagree with an economist unless you post two paragraphs uh, of an explanation for why you disagree with them. I just like yeah. it because it says I feel heavy metal. <laughs> I like that we're discussing two separate things. Uh, so all of these posts are going to be utterly incomprehensible to us, Yeah. Yeah, probably. Well, Although I do like, I do like that. There's number six of all time says uh, the the subject is Donald Trump is the president elect, and then the the body is just you fucking knobs. <laughs> <laughs> that there's a quote from Hunter S. Thompson, which I don't care about, but I like the fact that uh, this person called us knobs for voting in Donald Trump because that's accurate. Yep. Yes, uh, especially because uh, economists are the people who most. Uh, are gonna have to pull their hair out for the next X years. You know what's crazy to me, and this is not news, but it's still like baffling that it's true that Republicans genuinely see themselves as the party of responsible economics and yet economists fucking hate them. Yeah. What? How? Uh, I just don't understand it. Well, is that that? Oh, because it, it's a lie. It's the cognitive dissonance everyone has with what do you want to have happen and what's the best way to have it happen? Because, mm-hmm. like, if you, if, everything's so complicated. But if if you want people you work with to do a certain thing and you just uh, want to be mad at them for doing it wrong, you're not actually going to accomplish anything, even though that's what you want to do. If you go to them individually and say, oh, hey, you know, you need to do it this way, that's the thing you don't want to do, but that's the thing that would actually give you the results. Right. It's like with abortion, where if you want to lower the number of abortions, you should increase money to sexual education instead of making abortion illegal. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you, you want to have this result and you want to do what you want to do, but that's not how anything works. It's like you want to um, be holding, for example, a slice of cake and have eaten <laughs> it also in addition to holding it. Mm, that does sound pretty good. I do want that. How can I achieve this goal, Jeff? <laughs> uh, Louisa, I've got you. No, I've got you. Buy two cakes. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, snap. That's bad e- that sounds like some bad economics. Yeah. My cake budget is out of control. My family is dying. <laughs> Buy fewer cakes. <laughs> that would be great if you went to an accountant and they were like, okay, this is going to sound crazy, but... How much of your monthly income are you spending on cake? Is it more than 20%? I am amazed that none of these top posts is a link to that uh, wonderful drill tweet we just vaguely referenced. Yeah. Uh, where yep. he's spending $3,600 a month on candles. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I can't... Like, all of these are essays about the economy and it's just a nightmare (laughs) i get it though like if you spent your whole life studying a thing to be very good at it and then once you were very good at it the world was like it turns out we're not going to listen to anyone about that knows what they're talking about i'd be pretty pissed and i'd want anywhere to go to just vomit out those opinions yeah yeah i thought this subreddit was gonna be like uh trolling and memes based on economics but i like it much better now that i know it's uh extremely well educated economy people complaining about people who are bad at it (laughs) yep although it's weird to me that the it looks like the number one most hated person on this board is donald trump uh number two seems to be bernie sanders which I guess? I don't know. I feel like he tries to be pretty aware of economics, mm, but But maybe knows. all these economists know what we don't know about the plans he has that sound so good. That's true. I mean, I'm certainly not going to read any of these, yeah, so agreed. I don't know. <laughs> I think his biggest problem in uh, politics was that uh, during his presidential campaign, he at no point explained any of the... Um, things he wanted to accomplish and why they would be good and how he would accomplish them um, because it all seemed really obvious to him and to uh, a lot of other people, but um, I think it's very frustrating to uh, perhaps a rigorous economist that you wouldn't explain the way that you would lower unemployment or why universal healthcare would be good. Yeah, It's one of those weird things, though, where, for instance, Rich people want to get richer. That seems to be their main thing. Yeah. Yes. And it's scientifically proven by tons of people that the best way to do that would be to pay their workers more money. Mm. Like, everyone agrees that that is the way to do it. And if you're a rich person and that's what you want, I don't see why you'd be lying about wanting that. (laughs) Like, do it. (laughs) You could. Yeah. You could but, do it. Yeah. I mean, we they literally rich people literally fought a war in order to keep a system of not paying workers at all that was already proven to be completely untenable. So, yeah, well that's yes. the thing, isn't it? The lizard brain thing where you're like, "Oh, but less money in the short term." Urgh, no. <laughs> you can't you can't stomach it. It wouldn't even be that though. I mean, I guess in the shortest yeah, term, exactly. by which I mean the next 2 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> that's how people work though, isn't it? <laughs> uh, people are the worst. It's like I feel like 
I this is sort of a manifesto, so excuse me. I will I'll I'll try not to be too serious about it, but I do genuinely believe that what's weird about our world is that we consider certain things to be disabilities like being unable to use parts of your body because of uh, handicaps or, you know, uh, educational disabilities and stuff like that. But we don't really have a, a sense of, like, lacking empathy or foresight as being a disability. Yeah. And so those people end up being rewarded for their, like, handicap. Um, yeah. Well, even, and that's even crazy. The, even the psychological community... Uh, psychological medical you know psychologists and stuff they like it's it's notoriously difficult to um diagnose most types of personality disorders especially antisocial personality disorder borderline personality disorder narcissistic personality disorder all of these things that we sort of colloquially call uh sociopathy are like we have that term which is not a clinical term because it's incredibly difficult to diagnose these people because they don't know they have a problem and they're very good at hiding that that they have a problem if they ever get caught. Yeah, yeah it just seems like just like how racists have decided they don't need to hide anymore, also sociopaths don't seem to feel like they need to hide anymore so that when I watch a video that is going viral, wherein a man says, I used to think that poor people shouldn't be allowed to have insurance until I got sick and I needed insurance, and now I support universal health care. And everyone's like, look how great it is that this guy came around. And I say, you should put that guy in a mental hospital because he doesn't understand that other people are also be people. Like, yeah. At the very least, you shouldn't elect him to Congress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So I guess what I'm saying is that if you need a way to diagnose people who are sociopaths, you should say, hey, do you think other people are as much human beings as you are? And if they say no, you should put them in jail, jail I guess. <laughs> no, we have to abolish prisons as part of your um, manu manifesto here. I would much rather put people in jail for not being able to understand that other humans deserve to be alive uh, than put them in jail for selling drugs to other people. But what about or the crossover? What about murderers who have fully, actionably decided that other people should not be alive? Yeah. <laughs> Louisa, that's the beauty of my plan. Those guys stay in, you see. It's oh, okay. Flawless. I see. <laughs> Your two-part movement is, is anyone in here for marijuana usage? All right, come on out. Are you in for murder? Not so fast. <laughs> yeah. You should ask that murder part first. You can be in jail for two things. <laughs> Oh god! If, if you know they, if to, to make this easy, I'm gonna say I'm gonna start with: Is anyone in jail for two things? And then see who is there. <laughs> you know, I feel like if you're jailing someone for murder, adding the charge of marijuana usage is pretty gratuitous, isn't it? They do it all the time, yeah. though. Yeah. They'll probably get more time for that than for the murder, though. Yeah, everything's bad. Yep. So, uh, if you guys like being depressed by our show, <laughs> please tell your friends about it and come back next week for another great episode. I thought it was uh, going to be fun and after dark and great. What happened? Yeah. 
don't know. <laughs> well, we picked bad economics instead of dipping tobacco. That's what happened. <laughs> Would dipping tobacco have been more uplifting? Yes. I can't no. see how that's possible. The, like, fifth post of all time was the Dave Chappelle crackhead character, but he wanted dip instead. Oh, God. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just wanted to be, yeah. like, fun tobacco tins. Those are nice to look at. <laughs> Oh, uh, then you have the... to go to Dipping Tobacco Circle Jerk. It's a different board. <laughs> I don't that's... know if it's real, but I bet it is. That's one of the problems with, like, terrible products, is that they usually have the coolest packaging. Mm-hmm. So you want to be like, oh, man, look at this cool old box. Oh, it's a cigar box. Mm. Yeah. It's still very cool, though. Yeah. Oh, the coolest is that humidor that's shaped like a skull. Because you know the cigars are going to mm-hmm. kill you. Or that vodka bottle that's shaped like a skull. Anything shaped like a skull yeah. is pretty cool. Have you yep. seen the um, the forensic reconstruction on the uh, crystal head vodka <laughs> yes. bottle? Yeah, he I looks really like, like a like cartoon it. character. <laughs> yeah, he's like a screaming uh, caveman. <laughs> Seems about right. Oh man, screaming caveman vodka is a way better name. Okay, but hold on, hold on, hold on. I would exclusively drink screaming caveman vodka. If they found a real human skull and reconstructed what the face would look like, and it was Dan Aykroyd's skull, and you accurately reconstructed his face, no way would anyone (laughs) believe that was a real face. (laughs) Oh man, I really was hoping when they did that reconstruction that it would end up being uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd's face, like he had somehow (laughs) had an x-ray created into a 3d model of his skull do people do so amazing do people do facial deconstructions like did they (laughs) could they take a 3d model of his head and then have someone carve away where the muscles and flesh would be to see what his skull would look like (laughs) well why don't they just do like i mean they already do those 3d printing things where they have a camera film something from 360 degrees and turn it into a model like a computer model yeah you could do that with an x-ray camera. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that would rule. They should do that. That would what be if they, so fucking awesome. <laughs> what if they did the forensic reconstruction and it was like uh, the skull of uh, some unsolved murder victim? <laughs> guys. Dan Aykroyd had that guy's skull. <laughs> that would be cool. Guys, <laughs> this is a billion dollar idea. Mm-hmm. If you could make 3D models of people's skulls... Um, and then they could turn it into, like, a candy dish. How great would that be? A candy dish of your own skull on your desk full of, like, jelly beans? That would oh, be amazing. All, all of my uh, all of my dishes and accessories would be shaped like my skull if that was a thing <laughs> that was available to me. Okay, hold on. Be- I want to take Matt's idea and I want to turn it up to 11, because if you could 3D print people's whole bodies, then you could have a weird plastic version of yourself in your house to <laughs> do whatever you wanted to. Scientists will look the other way. (laughs) Well, eventually. I would keep an articulated plastic skeleton of myself. Of course in my you head. would. Yeah, if it was just the skeleton, that would be radical. The problem with the with making it with skin and muscles and all that stuff is that I don't feel like you'd get the texture right, and then it would be very upsetting. Yeah, people would still want to make out with one though. Yeah, maybe. Here's what you should do: make that that version of yourself that's got all the skin and everything on it and then like put it on a stand so that you can dress it up so you can try out outfits without having to put them on <laughs> yeah so that's so angles. <laughs> right? yeah that's a really you good idea see, you can see what it would look like from behind 
That what a great idea. Now you can lift hundreds of pounds of dead weight into those pairs of jeans that you wanted to yes. try. It's so much easier than putting them on yourself. Yes. Listen, you have never seen what your jeans look like from behind. You don't know what your butt looks like in those jeans until now. Until you okay. spend the let's be reasonable here six thousand dollars to get this model of yourself. What if we go a little cheaper and you just get a latex mold of your body and have a blow-up doll made of yourself? <laughs> How would that- you could still have the clothes try on. Yeah. Jeff, the- uh, no, that's that, good. No, I like that it. Loses, that loses the the correct proportioning, which is the only value to having it be a clothes trying on thing. At that point, you're not even clothing the fact that you just want to fuck this doll. <laughs> that's yeah. literally the only use that a blow-up doll of yourself could possibly have. That's the only use that any model of yourself could possibly have. <laughs> trying on jeans, that was just a front. That's just what you tell the people at the 3D printing place. Yes, th- that's what I'm saying. We're giving people a plausible out here. <laughs> <laughs> your dummy gets sent to you wrapped in plain brown paper. <laughs> yes, exactly. Here is your uh, dressmaking <laughs> equipment. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, now we finally got a little bit uh, weird and horny at the end, so I guess that's good. Oh, we started there, too. Yeah, we just, the middle was angry and sad, so. Uh, can we, before episode, we go, I suppose. can someone explain uh, what this phrase means before we go? Uh, no reasoning from a price change in general equilibrium. Is there any context? Five. Hmm. Uh, it's one of the rules. This is you're not supposed to make a post that is reasoning oh. from a price change at general equilibrium. I think the idea is like don't post about how the economics would be if something was fundamentally different about our world. Oh, like, just like that TV show we were <laughs> are angry about before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like if you were like, well, this economic theory would work if the internet had never been invented. Like, okay cool, I guess? Like, how does that help anyone, though? Yep. I think that's what that means. Okay, good. (laughs) I think, therefore, I'm right. Okay. Uh, So, if you like this episode, and you uh, think that it was funny, then good for you, and you should (laughs) tell your friends about that also. Uh, Please also rate and review us on iTunes, we very much appreciate it. That's the only way that we can grow. Um, And, uh, in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us seeingreddit at gmail.com or you can contact us on Twitter at seeingreddit. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Kamikaze Pilot. I'm on Twitter, J3FK, Instagram, JeffJK, Etsy.com slash shop slash online, where you can uh, buy the pixel character sprites I have up there, or message me to um, get a quote on a custom order. Uh, I made a friend, maybe listener to the show, um, a Snorlax uh, Do Not Disturb door hanger based on... Uh, a design I ripped off from the internet, but because it was a friend, I didn't mind. Um, so, like, if you have, like, oh, I I don't want Kirby, but I could go for a King DDD, uh, just you message me on there. I'll do that. Uh, Patreon.com slash JeffJK uh, for extra <coughs> stuff for cheap. 
what would it cost me to get a two-scale perler bead version of myself? <laughs> uh, a lot, because that would use all of my beads. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Worth it! How many though. pixels tall are you? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. That's how people are measured, right? Horses are measured in hands, but people are measured in pixels. <laughs> yeah. This sounds like dystopian fiction now. <laughs> the the uh. the new version of Neuromancer, everyone is everything is measured in pixels or like clock speed or whatever. And credits. <laughs> yep. <laughs> creds. It's creds with a Z. <laughs> is that any crazier than bitcoins, really? <laughs> oh, Guys, man, I... is there is there a way that we could repackage all uh dystopian future fiction so that instead of creds or credits or whatever people use for currency we just changed that word in the novel to street cred (laughs) (laughs) and didn't change anything else about it exactly violating rule five thank you (laughs) oh damn sorry (laughs) sorry uh sorry decker but that uh Falafel is going to cost you 15 street cred. <laughs> yep. Now, how good can you break dance? <laughs> <laughs> how, how is that any crazier or worse than saying credits? It's not, is my point. Anyway, you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird and uh, my Instagram at Louisa Heron. You can see pictures of food that I make. So quick shout outs to some people who've been talking about us on Twitter. Uh, Tanner, as always, is our you, uh, champion on Twitter. Thank you, Tanner. Gareth also uh, commenting on us. A couple you, of new folks, too. Uh, Dominic, uh, at Mystic Dragoon, uh, sent a suggestion you, to us uh, that I don't understand, saying that we should do a 50-50 Reddit. I don't know what that oh, means. Oh, there's, um, there's Reddits where the thumbnail to the picture it's linking to is oh, hidden, yes. and there's a 50-50 chance it could be something good or horrible. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, if we get one, we'll do it. There, that's my promise to you. If it's one of the three, we'll do it, no matter what. Yeah. Um, yep. Also, thanks to uh, Thomas Sobiek, at Dusty Gulch on Twitter. Thank you, uh, Thomas. He is impressed that we guessed the entire plot of Batman vs. Superman before it came out. <laughs> Uh, which did happen. Go back and listen yep. to our Superman episode. It's really crazy. <laughs> he tweeted at um, us uh, while we were recording, actually. What's that? He tweeted at us while we were recording this episode. Oh, currently. that's true. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't even notice. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks to those folks. Again, the more you talk about us on Twitter, the happier we all get, and the more we will uh, sing your praises. So keep it up. Um, and in the meantime... While you're keeping it up, also remember to keep your pockets on Shrek. Don't read those comments. ASMR, I should have switched my catchphrase up to no reasoning from a price change in general equilibrium. <laughs> oh man, that's a pretty good one. That would be good. You can still do it. Uh, we should probably yeah, start thinking there. about switching out our catchphrases soon. Yeah. Well, it has to come up organically, I think. We just need to that's be true. aware for a good chance. <laughs>
Yeah. Oh man. Uh, Katy Perry's E.T. came on the radio when I was driving to the library today, but I <laughs> was not in the car long enough to hear the Kanye West verse, which is often edited out anyway because it's bad. The uh, I was listening to music on my computer on Randomize, and a couple of the songs that I've downloaded for this show came up, including that one, and I was like, oh, this is terrible. I only listened to the one verse while I was doing it, so... I think if it was, like, if the Katy Perry parts were more of a comedy song, it would have been good. But she's, like, deadly serious, like, I want to bang an alien. <laughs> Which, listen, we all do Katy Perry, yeah. we're just not talking about it, okay? Yeah, we're too classy to I, write songs about it. Yep. I suspect that she has never had a horny thought in her life. She, whenever any of her songs are about, like, sex or robots at all, it just sounds so false. Yeah. But- Counterpoint, all of her songs are about sex, though. Every single one I've ever heard is about sex. That yeah, is a good but, point. like, not in a way that anyone ever experiences it. That <laughs> is a good point, because in uh, Teenage Dream, she's just like, I'll be your fantasy in weird, vague terms, and it's like, people don't think about themselves as someone else's fantasy like that. What are you saying, Katy Perry? 